0: Having respect is crucial for success in the music industry. And if you're interested in gaining respect for your time, your talent, your skill, your art, then this podcast episode is for you. We're going to be talking about earning respect as a professional musician, and we're going to give tips to build your reputation. So your reputation really is everything in the music industry how people see you, how people view your art, your skill, your talent, and just how people view you as a person is the thing, it's the sort of foundation that's going to carry you to success in the music industry. And that starts with professionalism. So when we're talking about professionalism in music, it means a few things. It means having a respectable character. So the way that that plays out is that you have to show up as a professional person. Your character has to be such that it's dependable. You have to be things like timely. You have to do what you say you're going to do. That's what it means to be professional. So like timeliness, being work withable and a positive attitude, all of these things are important when you're talking about your character and earning respect these are the types of things that earn respect versus what a lot of musicians and artists and bands do, or at least the people in those bands do, you know, they show up with bad attitudes. They, you know, they have egos and all of this stuff where you don't even really want to work with them. And it's hard to work with them, even though they may be super talented. I know quite a few people that's like that they're like super talented, but Nobody really wants to work with them just because of their character. They lack professionalism, and they lack that sort of work-withable character that makes people want to respect you. So that's what it means to earn respect, to show up in these ways, to sort of elicit that respect from other people. And really what this is about is just understanding the music industry as a whole because the music industry has many challenges and you have to be able to navigate those challenges really really well. So challenges are like, you know, who are who's the people who's going to get gigs and you know who's going to get the calls and all of this kind of stuff. And that's just like surface level stuff. There's plenty of stuff under the surface. But the way that you do this is you do it through networking and relationship building with other people. Again, this is the crux of earning respect when you have that sort of camaraderie that, you know, that sort of oneness with other musicians and bands and artists and they respect you. One, it goes into the fact that the, you're probably going to be the person that they're going to call the most for the gigs. When opportunities come up, you get the calls for, you know, major opportunities, even to go out on the road or to tour or to do some big gig overseas or anything like that it comes through this relationship building and networking with other musicians and artists and bands. So this is why your reputation is really important. You have to have this foundation of a strong reputation and you have to build this reputation over time, such that people can respect you. Now, another way that you do this and sort of earn this respect from other people is you create a professional identity. So to help you understand this, this is kind of a marketing thing where something is presented in a particular way. So take any product like a iPhone or a MacBook Pro or any sort of Android phone or anything like that. And the way that it's identified, the way that it's presented to the world is such that it earns respect or it elicits respect from the people who potentially are going to buy it, right? And here's what I mean. So when Apple is doing their sort of yearly convention where they're releasing a new phone or something like that, you know, they have the big convention where they will come out and tell you all of the specs of this iPhone. So they're creating an identity, a professional identity for the iPhone. They're saying it has this kind of screen, it has, this kind of display it has these features it has this kind of chip in it it can do these things the apps are simple it has all of this that's an identity all of these characteristics that are coming as a part of that iphone identity right now it's the same thing here with us musicians where you have to identify your unique style and persona and what that means is getting these characteristics just like for the iphone getting these characteristics in about yourself that's going to become a part of your identity. Now, ideally, those things want to be professional qualities. You want those things to be really professional qualities. But really, what goes into it is like having this sort of authenticity. And, you know, this is what builds your credibility. So, you want to be authentic with this identity. You want to create these sort of fake things about yourself, like showing up, like, oh, I'm such the greatest. Musician in the world, I can do these things. I I've done this. I've toured with these people. We've all met those kind of musicians. Where I live in one of the biggest cities here in the United States, and I remember when I first moved here, it was kind of weird. I was, you know, doing my rounds and meeting a lot of musicians, and you know, people would introduce themselves not even by their names or they would introduce themselves with their names, but they would also add to that, hey, I'm such and such, I'm John, I toured with this artist. And I'm like, okay, cool. Like, you know what I mean? So they're trying to add these sort of credibility things to their names and it just didn't didn't really work out that well. At least for me in my book, I don't really care who you toured with. Like, I wanna know if you're professional, if you can show up for a gig and, you know, on time and all of that kind of stuff. So that kind of stuff says nothing to me. But this is what I mean by being authentic. You don't wanna show up and puff up and like make yourself something that you're not. Just start eliciting professional characteristics. Like if you're a timely person, you can be timely. Like that's nothing that, you know, you have to like sort of grow into, just start being on time, start doing what you say, what you say you're going to do, you know, be a person of your word. These are authentic characteristics that you can add to yourself in this sort of persona in this professional identity that we're talking about. And also it does go into showcasing your sort of musical proficiency. You know, on one hand, you don't want to show up and just be like a egotistical person and gloating about yourself and all of that kind of stuff. But also you do want to show that you have some skills. You know, you don't want to show up in what I call my saying is you don't want to show up in last place. And what that means is you never want to be like the weakest person on the set. You know what I mean? The weakest person on the gig, like everybody has to babysit you. But the way you do this is you start to hone your skills on all of your primary instruments. So if you play piano, if you play guitar, bass, drums, if you sing whatever you want to really hone your skills on that, take yourself to the next level. So many of us musicians get stuck at where we are and we don't learn and we don't grow and you know eventually what happens is you become a sort of outdated artist outdated musician because you haven't learned or grown but you want to keep honing your skills you want to especially on those primary instruments that you play or that you sing right you want to hone your skills on those things and you want to develop a sort of vers- versatility and adaptability across multiple genres of music and instruments and all of that kind of stuff so not only do you wanna concentrate on your primary instruments and voice and all of that, you wanna develop some other skills. So if you play a p- play piano, learn drums a little bit, just learn how to play. You don't have to become a beast on drums. you know. Just learn how to play, learn the mechanics of it, learn how to play a few chords on the guitar. You don't even have to be able to play 10, 12 songs, just be able to strum a few chords just so you can understand the mechanics of the instrument. And what this does is it broadens your horizons, even on the instrument that you primarily play or perform on or your voice or whatever, it broadens your horizons on that and it helps you grow. So this is what we mean by showcasing musical proficiency. And then you wanna have really good stage presence and communication. So you wanna master that stage presence and have confidence while you're doing it. And I know for some of us, this is a sort of learning thing. A lot of us aren't still comfortable on stage. I know a lot of musicians who've been playing, you know, 20 years or more who still get a little bit of stage fright. For me, I've never understood that, but it's just, you know, it is what it is. But it to me, it sort of represents this thing where people haven't tried to grow and be more confident in what they do, usually in the cases where it's people who still get nervous outside of some. Um, you know, just some inner thing they got going on outside of those circumstances. It's usually people who haven't sort of taken the time to hone their skills and they're not confident. Right. So they show up not really confident that they're going to do well and all of this kind of stuff. So that goes into them being nervous and having stage fright on stage. Whereas, again, if you do what we just talked about earlier, you hone your skills, you practice, you broaden your horizons this creates the confidence that you need when you're performing on stage, right? You don't have to worry about like, Oh, I may mess up this or I may not get this right because you've practiced, you got it down and you know, yeah, you may make a mistake or two, but you got like 99% of this stuff down and you're going to be good. Right? So this is what it means to have stage presence and you know, have that confidence while you're on stage. And again, this goes into earning respect. What we're talking about here is earning respect. So when you're able to do that, what happens is other people are able to see that and they respect you for it. When you can show up confidently and say, yeah, man, I know this music, like, yeah, I got it down. That earns respect again, versus showing up like, man, I'm just kind of unsure, man. Yeah, I went over the song, but man, I I really don't know if we're gonna, gonna do it right. Like nobody respects that kind of stuff, right? So again, this is what it means. So the other thing is you want to learn to effectively communicate with band members collaborators and the audience this is a big thing right this goes into earning respect when you're able to effectively communicate with people when you are able to say if somebody calls you for a gig and you say yes i can be there i can be there at this time and you know be clear about those things this is just a simple example but when you're clear about those things about what you can and what you can't do that elicits a lot of respect from people. You know, even if people may not be okay with it, like, hey man, I can't do this gig coming up next month because I have this thing going on, I really would like to be there or whatever. You know, that may make people, some people upset, but they will respect you for it. They will respect you for being honest and for saying, hey, you know, I know I said I could do this and, you know, I'm sorry I happened to come back on it, but I'm wanted to give you as much notice as possible because this certain thing came up, being able to effectively communicate stuff like that is what elicits respect. Now, again, you want to be careful about stuff like that. You don't want to start reneging on stuff if at all possible. You don't want to just renege on your commitments or anything like that. You want to keep your commitments because that goes into being professional like we talked about earlier, but. At the same time, if you have situations like that come up, you want to be able to effectively communicate what the issues are and not even just situations like that. If you have a problem with someone in the band, or you have a problem with just the way the band is doing things, or one of the particular musicians are doing things, anything like that. And you're able to sit down and communicate effectively with them. This, these are the types of things that elicit respect, right? And it goes into your reputation when people are able to say, Hey, you know, me and this person got into an argument or we disagreed on something, but he came to me and he was able to sit down and talk to me about it. And we, you know, we chopped it up and we came to some sort of agreement on it, even though we still may not see eye to eye, I can respect the fact that this person came to me in this way. Right. So this is what it means when we're talking about crafting your professional identity as a musician. This is what goes into earning and eliciting respect from other people in the music industry. Are you a musician, artist, or band looking to make some serious passive income and build a huge fan base? Then you should absolutely start a YouTube channel today. And that's because right now YouTube is the biggest opportunity for bands and musicians to make money and build a huge following around their craft. And this is the reason that the premiere youtube quick start course for musicians was created this course is designed to get you up and running on youtube very quickly and easily and the best part is it's completely free and you can get instant access to it at the link in the description of this video and another thing you want to do and concentrate on when you're talking about earning and eliciting respect from people in the music industry is you want to focus on building a respected online presence now, what we're talking about here is harnessing the power of social media. Whether we like it or not, we are in a social media world. There is not a single business or entity out there that's, you know, even a single person. Most of the people in the world now are on at least one social media platform. This is for a lot of people one of the primary ways of communication. This is one of the primary ways of marketing, you know, for businesses and all of this kind of stuff. So we live in a social media world. And what we as musicians and bands and artists have to do is we have to leverage this social media game that we're in, in order to gain what the gain the success that we're trying to gain But we do that through creating this professional identity that we're talking about so that we earn the respect so that we create the foundation to get us to that success. Right? So one of the ways that you want to do this is you want to maintain a consistent and engaging online presence. This is one of the biggest follies of not only just bands and musicians and artists, but a lot of people in general, it's really hard for people to stay consistent with their social media presence and posting things on social media. You know, you've heard the saying that consistency is key. And in this social media world where there's so much, so many things that are jockeying for our attention, which we'll get into in a little bit, but there's so many things that are jockeying for our attention that we have to be consistent. If we want people to notice us, right? We can't just post a random post here and there and expect people to know who we are and let alone respect us they don't even know who we are how they're going to respect us right we need to be able to post consistently and whatever that schedule is for you it is for you whatever it is that you can keep up with but not only just consistency in the schedule of your post but consistency in the types of things that you post so many people have social media pages you know of their musicianship and their bands and all of this kind of stuff they'll post a song of them you know, performing something else. And then next week they're posting a picture of their, you know, their lunch. And then next week they're on a vacation with somebody here and there, and then it's something else week after week. So there's a lack of consistency in this posting and what that, you know, unfortunately what that means is people don't have the opportunity to see what it is that you can do on a consistent enough basis to elicit respect. Right now, on the other hand, if you have a musician that you have, that's posting stuff regularly, that's posting this kind of content that's playing and performing these types of songs or whatever the the case may be, whatever the sort of identity that you want to put out there about yourself, people see that. And you know, it's either going to be one of those things where they like it or they don't. And those who like it, they're going to give you respect. They're going to have a certain level of respect for what you do. One, because they understand, Not only that, what you do is a, you know, it takes talent, but people understand social media now and the sort of work that it takes to do this consistently and upload these posts consistently. So again, you want to maintain a consistent and online or consistent and engaging online presence. And then you want to leverage platforms like YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. These are the three biggest platforms period. Like we can talk about other platforms. We can talk about Facebook, LinkedIn, Snapchat, and all of that, right? And all of those are great and they're they're important. But right now, the three biggest players in the game are YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. And this is what I'm advising all musicians to do. You need to be on at least one of these platforms, preferably all three. You know, you need to be on all three of these platforms, but you need to be at least on one posting consistently in sharing that stuff with other people so that people can see what it is that you do so that you can earn respect. What that means is you have to learn content creation. You have to learn the art of content creation. You need to be able to produce high quality videos, things like tutorials and performances for your YouTube channel or your Instagram page or your TikTok page. And all of these things, you need to really get into content creation on the music space channel, one of the things that I talk about all the time is that we're in this sort of creator economy that we're in. And in that creator economy, content is the king of the sort of creator economy. What people are creating is content. So you can look at it sort of like an umbrella. So you have the creator economy and under that umbrella, you have people creating content. And then under the content umbrella, it's different types of stuff the stuff I named tutorials, music videos, all of this different types of content. So whatever the content is that you're going to produce, that you're gonna stay consistent with on one of these or all three of these platforms, you need to learn how to do that effectively and in the most high quality way that you can possibly do. Another thing that I'm always talking about on the channel is we're in this era right now where people are making YouTube and Instagram and TikTok videos with movie cameras like they have these high quality you know five six seven eight ten thousand dollar movie cameras that they're creating music videos and content with for their social media pages you know because a lot of this equipment have over the past five ten years have really become affordable to sort of the prosumer and consumer market where you know where 10 20 years ago rather you would have been paying 25, 30, $50,000 for this same type of camera with the same type of technology in it. Now it's just a fraction of the cost. So many people have that kind of stuff. People are going into professional recording studios to create content for their YouTube channels and all of this kind of in Instagram and TikTok. So you need to learn this process. Now, it doesn't mean that you need to go out and buy the $10,000 camera. You could really still do this with a good quality iPhone, Android phone or whatever it is that you have. So, you know, you have the equipment probably to do what it is that you need to do and you don't need to go out and spend a lot of money, but you need to learn the art of producing high quality content with the equipment that you have. Right. So if it's your iPhone, if it's your Android phone or whatever, Samsung phone, lighting is probably going to be the biggest thing. You need to learn how to light yourself or light whatever the scene it is that you're doing a tutorial in a music lesson in or whatever the case may be, you need to learn to produce that in a high quality way because you're competing again with other people who are using 10, $15,000 equipment to make the same type of content that you're trying to make. So this is why it's important. You got to produce really high quality stuff. And then the thing you want to be sharing with your content is you want to share like insights and tips and your experiences to connect with your followers and fans and your audience right? This is what it's really all about. And again, this is all about earning and gaining and eliciting respect. Once people understand you, once people are able to see who you are, what you do again on a consistent enough basis and you share who you are, you share tips, you share your insights, people learn who you are. And again, what happens with, with that, we've been talking about this. Just think about the example. If you met someone, you know, of the, opposite sex or same sex, whatever it is that your preference is, and you start to get to know them, as you get to know them, your respect grows for them. And it's the same thing with this. So the more stuff that you share, the more sort of experiences and tips and, and, you know, just personal things about yourself that you share with your content to your fans, your followers, your audience, the more respect that you will elicit for them. And again, the biggest thing about this respect thing is that, you know, it provides a lot of opportunities that you won't get. Otherwise people who respect other people are the people who are going to be the ones that are going to call them for the opportunities. If you got somebody in mind, like right now that you respect that, you know, of even if you don't know them personally, you know, kind of know who to go to the, to ask for certain things or to get certain things that you need or want. So if somebody needs a band artist and musician for a gig overseas. They have to think about, Oh, that Terrence dude that I saw online that I've been seeing posting consistently for the past year. He seems like a great musician. He seems like he'd be perfect for this. Let me reach out to him, right? You see how that works? This is what we're talking about with respect. So you wanna be sharing this type of stuff. And then the other thing is just like really interacting with your audience, your fans, your followers, so that you have a sort of close-knit relationship with them. One of the things that the internet and social media has given us is this ability to connect with fans and people who like what we do on a more sort of personal level. Whereas before social media, it used to be that, you know, you had these, you know, people here, the Beyonce's and all of these people, they're just the high quality, high level people that were here. And then everybody else was kind of down here in terms of like, their closeness to each other. Like there wasn't a closeness, you weren't able just to reach out to somebody on, on, on Twitter or something like that, or X as it's called. Now You wasn't able just to reach out to people, you know, and share something with them and say, Hey, I really like your music and stuff like you weren't able to do that. So, and this is one of the things that social media has given us that sort of closeness. And the good part about that is this closeness allows people that are in this position, like, And and let me back up and say that this position now is relative, this high position that I'm talking about, because people are tribal and stuff like that. People place people here, not like just the Beyonce's, not the people who are world famous and all of this kind of stuff. You can just have a random person on YouTube who's been posting consistently and has, you know, 10,000 followers or whatever that people have placed here. And they the people here want a relationship with that person. And this is why it's really important to start engaging with your fans and your followers and your audience and things like that. So you wanna respond to their comments, messages, and feedback when they say something to you, when they, even if they say something negative, when they say, I really don't like that thing you did. Hey, thank you, I I appreciate you. I'll try to do something else. Maybe you'll like the next one. That's still relationship development, right? And it's not only just relationship development with that particular person, It's showing the other people who see those comments that the type of person that you are, right? They see that, Oh, somebody left a negative comment on this video and he responded like this. Oh, that makes him a really good person. He didn't take that bad. He didn't take that. Or on the other hand, you may take a negative. Now, of course don't do that, but you may take a negative and people will see that as well. Oh, this person doesn't take any crap, right? That kind of stuff. So either way, people are going to see you for, the types of things that you post, and they're gonna develop some sort of relationship with you. They're gonna start seeing you in a particular way based on these responses. So again, you wanna nurture a loyal fan base through these interactions. So, and what that means is as you interact more, as you get closer to your audience, as you start to respond, as you start to post consistently and you get into high quality content creation and you're giving them high quality stuff, they're going to sort of develop this loyal relationship with you. And that's one of the things I just spoke to where we're in this era where, um, you know, people are tribal, right? People, my go-to example, you've probably heard me say this a million times, but my go-to example are, you know, Lizzo has her fan base called the Lesbians. Beyonce has the Beehive. Justin Bieber has the Believers. Taylor Swift has the Swifties. All of these are tribes that support these people and again it's the same thing with us sort of whatever call not so high level musicians and artists and bands people support us the same way and they want to do this but the way that we get there is that we nurture that we sort of You know put time and effort and energy into nurturing this sort of relationship through these interactions on social media that we're talking about and this is why it's really important to build a respected online presence and so another really huge way of gaining respect and eliciting this respect that we're talking about so that you have this foundation of success is learning to navigate the music business landscape this is something that is crucially important Music business, the business side of what we do as musicians and artists and bands, I would argue is in a lot of respects, more important than sometimes the music that we play and that we learn and that we spend time you know, honing our crafts and all of that type of stuff. At the very least, it's equivalent. Both of these things kind of go hand in hand. And we as musicians and artists and bands really need to learn to navigate this sort of landscape effectively. So one of the ways that we do that is we focus on networking and collaborations in which we spoke about a little bit earlier. We build sort of these business relationships with people, sort of professional relationships. So for example, you may have a lot of people that you work with, or I'll give you an example from my life. I do a lot of repeat gigs. So, or at least a repeat businesses, a lot of gigs and stuff that I play year over year are repeat repeated businesses because I've developed personal relationships with people that are over these particular events and all of this kind of stuff. And they know me. I know them. We sort of have this professional working relationship. We know how each other work and we enjoy working with each other. So each year they hire me for the event again, even, you know, sometimes most of the years when I do stuff like that at the end of the event that year, they book me for the following year. So, you know, this is the sort of business and professional relationships that we're talking about. So, again, you want to build relationships with fellow musicians, artists and industry professionals. This is exactly what I'm talking about, building these sort of networks of people that you have this kind of stuff with. Now, again, the key to this is what we discussed earlier, where you're going to have to have these sort of professional qualities in this professional identity about yourself so that you can take that into these professional relationships and these professional networks that we're talking about because it's about the respect when you have these qualities you take them into this arena people give you respect for them so they start to call you from this is it's like a really simple equation like when you think about it right you you earn the, you do the things that earn respect you get the respect so You get the things that come along with people respecting you. That is them calling you more them booking you over and over and them, you know, you're being the first to mind when something comes up that's, you know, they need somebody to play for, right? So this is the way that you do this. You want to collaborate opportunities to expand your reach and influence. So I guess the best way to describe this is where I just described, you have these qualities that you have, you take them into this arena but this arena is not just a sort of two way street, right? It's not, you get the respect from these particular people, and then they respect you, so y'all keep this two way street going. You want to expand that sort of two way street. Also, you want to be giving respect to other people, so you they develop a relationship with you in that way. And, you know, on and on, this sort of on and on network of where you have this reach and influence. So. One of the stories I tell about all of the time on the Music Space channel is, you know, one of the cities that I lived in before I moved to my current city, I was I became sort of a big fish in a small pond. And again, this this is not anything that's bragging on me. It's just the way things worked out. I became the person known for music and all of this kind of stuff. I was the respected person. Most of the things it was a smaller city. This is the when I say small pond. it was a smaller city. So everything that happened musically in that city ca- kind of came through me and not came through me. Like I had to approve it, but like I knew about it and I was offered sort of the first dibs on most of the things that happened in that city. There wasn't a single music event that happened that I hadn't played for. There wasn't a single club, anything around there that that had live music or anything like that, that I hadn't played for. So I was this big fish in a small pun. But the way that happened is over time, it just became this sort of respect thing that I built in this network that I'm talking about that I built. So I was the person I was there. I showed up professionally on time for years and years. I was the person who did great when they showed up and had the music down. It was on time and had all of these professional qualities. My professional persona that we talked about earlier. I was pre- presenting these things. And what they did over time is just elicit and earn that respect that we're talking about here. And then people were able to give me that respect. So it wasn't this thing like I was just, I'm just the greatest person in the world. So I was just the big fish in a small pond. No, it was something that I, th- this process that just worked itself over time where, um, you know, I was just doing what the, the things that I needed to be doing to elicit that respect. And what came along with that respect are the things like me being the person that everybody would call for most things that were happening and around there. So you see how that works. This is what we're talking about with this sort of network that we're talking about. So collaborating these opportunities to expand your reach. So when I would get opportunities, I would bring other people in with me and that elicited respect from them and vice versa and all of this kind of stuff. And again, over time, that's the way this worked. Now, the next thing is you want to think about managing your music career, right? This is something that's really important as well. So professionally booking gigs and concerts and events. This is like one of the things that earned respect in the way that in a sort of almost superficial way, because when people see that you're playing for particular events and particular people and stuff like that, they automatically sort of develop this. Way that they see you it's like oh this person is playing for this thing this event or this looks like a huge event so they must be important so i need to respect them right now you kind of want to be careful about this you want to this is because this goes into being authentic so you don't want to be like coming off like oh i'm all that so i'm playing for these events you're just showing these things so that people can see them and then you're giving them the opportunity to think what they want to think about them now, if it comes to saying stuff, like I'm telling you now, when I just gave you this story of the big fish and the small pond thing, I didn't, I wasn't sitting here puffing myself up. I immediately said, Hey, this doesn't mean that I'm just all that or anything. What I'm saying is that this just so happened that I worked this process. Just It just so happened and I didn't even do it on purpose. It's just the way that I was and the way that I handled things, but the process worked itself, right? So this is what I mean by being authentic. So you don't want to show up like that, but you do want to give people that opportunity to see that, Hey, I do big things. I do important things and that deserves and earns respect, right? So this is what I mean by professionally booking gigs and concerts and events. Now also you want to be able to negotiate contracts and fees and terms effectively. This is the music business. This is the music business effectively sort of navigating and negotiating these types of things. So many of us musicians, like when we're, you know, getting booked for gigs like this, does this sound familiar to you? What happens is someone calls you for a gig and say, oh, how much do you charge? And your response to them is, well, you know, well, what's your budget sound familiar? So many of us musicians do that type of thing. And I'm not saying that that's necessarily bad or wrong in every single circumstance, but, just think about it this way. When you think about what I just described, now think about a professional business. If you walk into Walmart, if you walk into the Apple store, the mall, any store, and you walk up to a cashier and you say, how much do you charge for this iPhone? How much do you charge to this thing? Do they respond, well, what's your budget? No, they say this particular thing costs this amount of money. Right. But what happens is we as musicians and artists and bands don't do that because we're scared, we're not going to get the gig. Right. But this, what this does is it makes you compromise. What is that, you know, you should be earning and you know, the type of fees and stuff that you need to be earning and that you can negotiate and all of this kind of stuff. Right. It sort of just erases all of that. And it lowers what you can do as a band artist or musician. Right. So this is why this is important. You don't necessarily wanna always there's always room for talks and negotiations and stuff like that. But you wanna be able to say definitively definitively and you wanna be able to negotiate, hey, this is what we charge. Hey, you know, just tell me what it is that you're needing and maybe we can work something else. But this is our price, period. And hey, if we go overtime, this is the this is what we're gonna need for overtime. We're gonna need you know, terms like the band meals, we're going to go on break and all of this kind of stuff, all of those things you need to learn how to negotiate and communicate effectively. Like we talked about communication earlier, you need to be able to negotiate these things as best as possible. And now another important thing is you want to continue learning and growing. And this is something that I spoke to earlier about how so many musicians just kind of get stuck and stop learning and growing we get into these ruts where it's like especially a lot of us musicians who you know are talented and you know people tell us we're good and stuff all the time we tend to develop these this mindset of i've arrived and i don't really need to do a whole lot more work and i can kind of just coast and cruise Yeah, i'll learn something here and there if it shows up but it's not a big thing and what happens is because of the way that the world works and, and sort of the world is moving like really quickly and, and you know things change and all of that, you get outdated really, really quickly and you become that has been musician where people were talking about, oh man, if we, he was great back in the day and if, shit, I would hire him if we were playing, you know, some 80s music, because he'd be perfect for that, because he can kill on that, but like this new school stuff, like <laughs> what are we doing here, right? So you want to continue learning and growing. You want to embrace that sort of growth mindset and stay open to new experiences, right? This is a one of these things that you know, a lot of musicians and us, or, or musicians and artists and stuff, don't do. We, we're not open to these new experiences, things like new gigs and types, new types of music, playing with different types of bands who play different styles of music that we're not necessarily familiar or comfortable with just because we want to kind of stay in our comfort zones and do what it is that we do. We don't want to, you know, even venture out to do our own original music and stuff like that, because we don't feel we have talent and we're scared of those types of experiences. But again, this is the type of stuff when you're when you put fear aside and you kick that fear in the face and you say, forget it. I'm going to try these things. I'm going to do these new things. It elicits respect. This is the whole thing that we've been talking about. When people are able to see you doing that kind of stuff, they're able to, you know, respect you for what it is that you do. And not only this, and this is something that we'll, I didn't talk about here, respect for the, everything we've been talking about so far is respecting or gaining respect from other people and the way other people see you as well. But another really important aspect of this is respect for yourself the way that you see yourself I hinted at this a little bit when we talked about the confidence thing you know and you know showing up being confident but respecting yourself and getting yourself to see that I deserve a level of respect is something that a lot of us need to work on too a lot of us you know we don't feel that we're talented enough we don't feel that we're good enough we don't feel that we offer anything that anybody else is offering or isn't offering we don't feel that you know we're unique in any sort of special way so we don't even respect ourselves and our time and our talents right but i'm here to tell you i'm here to encourage you that what we do as musicians and artists and bands is valuable it's important no matter what level you you're at you could have just started this year the past few months working on an instrument learning to sing you know getting into the music industry or you could be a professional where you've been in it you know 25 30 years or even longer it doesn't matter whatever level you you're at what you're doing your hard work your tenacity your professionalism the time and effort that you're putting into this thing deserves a level of respect this is why i I preach all the time you know somewhat controversially but I talk about all the time where I don't think musicians and bands should do stuff for free for very long. Maybe your very first and second gig, maybe. In, In most cases, I don't even recommend that. You know, at the very least, you know, accept some low pay or something like that, but get paid something so that you understand that what you do is valuable, right? And you help other people understand that too. And that that's what the respect is about. Having people or letting people understand that what you do and see what you do offers value to them and other people, right? So this is what it means to gain and earn respect. These are tips to elicit that respect and gain that confidence that we're talking about over time. And if you put these things in practice, I promise you, I promise you that the respect will come. You don't have to be something you're not you don't have to show up and puff up you don't have to have an ego you don't have to be the next whomever on the instrument the next best guitar player in the world or whatever just be authentic and be who you are and this process and these things will take you to a level of having respect and earning respect through this process like none other and you don't have to again worrying about worry about being something that you're not So take these tips to heart, apply them, and you will earn respect.